Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Recover Everything podcast, where we have honest discussions about everything in recovery. Holiday edition. I'm your host, Chris West. Don't forget to subscribe and listen on all the major streaming platforms and social media hoopla and reach out to us whenever you can. We want to hear from you. So this is a very special episode of Recover Everything. This is our holiday episode. And we've never done a holiday episode. And it was kind of an experiment. I asked the audience and listeners to send us tips on how they deal with family, friends, kids, while also maintaining their recovery, their sobriety, and their sanity. And I got a good turnout. Lots of people sent tips in. And it was really fun. It was really exciting to get everybody involved who enjoys our podcast and is in the community. During this episode, me and my co-hosts, Dr. Sarah Shonian and Caitlin Martinez, we read these tips, we talk about them, we talk about our own family and our own holiday stuff, and we have a great time. It was really, really fun to do this episode, and it was really, really fun to get everybody involved. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode for a nice little holiday surprise. Like, guy's mustache is called a flavor saver. I don't know what boobs are called. A shelf, a snack shelf. They're called lots of things that I can't say while we're recording. Oh, great. We're, we're recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the holiday episode of Recover Everything Podcast. I'm your host, Chris West, and today we have both Caitlin Martinez and Dr. Sarah what a treat. Hello, everyone. Treaty, treat, treat. Mm -hmm. I really, when you were introducing yourself, Chris, I wanted to, if I could make jingle bell noises with my mouth, I would have. <laughs> here comes Soundhound, here comes Soundhound. Here at the this kind. Um, so Christmas, holidays, holidays, Kwanzaa, season, uh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah, where people that just don't celebrate at all, but it's all around us everywhere. Are you guys fans of Christmas? I'm a big, big fan. It's not so. really for me. I like Halloween. But I, I mean, I, we, we don't have to compare. I didn't ask if you liked Halloween. <coughs> no. <laughs> but I just like, don't want people to think I'm like anti holiday. I like Halloween. I really like Christmas. I get into it. It also brings a fair amount of stress, angst, and uh, lots of family dynamic fun. Drama is what you're talking about. Yeah. Drama. Drama. Family drama. So we asked our listeners and followers and whatnot to leave us tips on how they may deal with the pressures of the holidays yeah, and yeah. family and kids. And we thought for this episode, we'd read some of these tips and talk about them. Mm -hmm. yeah, perfect. This is particularly, um, I think, important for people who are in recovery, maybe folks who are new to recovery. Um all of the holiday stress is, you know, it is what it is. But when you are new to recovery, it can bring its own sort of um, difficulties mm -hmm. with it For sure. and pressure maybe. 
Yeah, I also think that I was reflecting on this this morning that the expectation for the holiday season is really the hardest part for a lot of people, especially if you've experienced some sort of traumatic life event or a loss over the year, or maybe you just, people are doing a life review right now. So it's the end of the year and everyone's kind of reviewing what's been going on and whether or not you like Christmas or not, it's like the end of the year and it's coming to a close and that's brings on a lot of added stress for people anyway. Yeah, definitely. I don't get stressed during the holidays. So nice. Because I'm just good at it. I'm good at the holidays. The sound hound is good at the holidays. Just Christmas and Thanksgiving. Other than that, I do terrible. Right. So January through October, you're just no good. Nope. But these are your moments to shine. Yep. All right. You I'm okay. I'm, all. A, I'm okay at <laughs> Halloween. I, I started getting my stride during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, I'm rocking. Oh. Christmas, I knock it out of the park. And then New Year's, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> Great. I like to start the year on an ultimate low. (laughs) Nowhere to go but up. I already already told you guys in a previous episode what my New Year's resolution is every year. Do you Mm. remember? No. Oh, I I think that was our very first episode, right? Yeah. Man, that was, I think, Caitlin, think. To not not die. Yep. (laughs) Jeez. How could I forget that? Yeah. My New Year's resolution every year is to not die. Mm -hmm. It's. I, I get it every year. So far, you're yeah, killing it. So right? far, I've never not gotten Which is why New Year's resolution. When you're doing your life review, you're like pinching yourself and you're like, oh, it's December and I'm still here. Yeah, great. That's another win. Yeah, good times. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read the first tip. Okay. Uh, this one comes from at Ryan Kitchen Coaching. Here's my tip. If you're early in recovery, be bold. Own it. Let the family and friends you're socializing with over the holidays know that you're in recovery. That's nice. Yeah, I think that's a wise suggestion. If you aren't open about your recovery, then people are going to be potentially offering you things that you don't want, um, repeatedly trying to give you a glass of wine or whatever it might be. Um, And you don't give them the opportunities to support you. They're Mm -hmm. not aware of what's going on. Very true. Not only that, I think it's a little um, dishonest, maybe. Like, I mean, I'm not saying you have to share anything, but, or everything, but Mm -hmm. be who you are. I think some people don't have reasons for not wanting to share. Sure. Um, But I think. Maybe I'm wrong, man. I mean, nah. I can always say if I'm crossing the line, I guess. I don't know. But I think you might be surprised at the support you get. You might be surprised at other people then opening up and saying, hey, you know, actually I'm in recovery too. Or I've tried and I was unsuccessful. Let me help Mm -hmm. you. Or, you know. Right. You're inspiring me. So it just, um, it might open up something really great. I mean, I think that the idea is that we're supposed to have a lot of Christmas spirit and we're supposed to fill our bellies with hot chocolate and cookies. And we're supposed to play games like White Elephant. And we're supposed to like do things and attend holiday parties and, you know, Yeah, I get overwhelmed. I have kids running a business. I have family coming to visit. I, on the one hand, want to make things nice and memorable and have traditions for my kids. And then I also, at some points, want to throw up my hands and say, fuck it. Uh, 
we're not making ornaments or we're not doing this because it's too much. It's like in Christmas Vacation where Clark, it means everything to him to put all those lights outside on his house when really I think he's just trying to avoid the family by staying outside. And he has to get everything perfect because he loves Christmas and his family so much. But then the family comes, right? And they're all staying there and the grandma wraps up the cat with the jello and like it's all weird. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. I mean, I do, Mm -hmm. but... My family's nothing like that. Like the Griswolds? Mm. No. Mine isn't either. No. I mean... Just the the conflictual dynamics that occur where you're like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. But then secretly you're thinking, when will this end? Um, we had a few people also submit video clips. Oh, lovely. Uh, so right now we are going to play one from at Sober Witch. Yay. Cool. Thank you, Sober Witch. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Renee, aka Sober Witch, and I'm here to talk about some tips for the holidays that might help anyone else who's in recovery, as I am. Um, bottom line in the holiday season, and really any time in your life, is that you have to put yourself first. Uh, you can't pour from an empty cup, and so yes, it's a time of giving and loving and appreciating all that you have in your life. Um, it's okay to take care of yourself first so that you can care for others. I think that's mostly what I get for Christmas from my family is guilt. Mm, What a wonderful gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, it's nice. How do you deal with it? Uh, What do you mean? Right, exactly. (laughs) We just sit in it until Uh, it's over. I just don't let it affect me. But this is the... See... In my family, guilt is an all-year gift. Mm. It's just highlighted a little more during Christmas with the, do you like that? I can always take it back if you don't like that. Oh, oh it's like, no, nah, Grandma, I could totally use 200 hangers. Right. <laughs> I'm not joking. I got like 200 hangers from my grandma. I was just asking Sarah well, for some hangers. Luckily, my girlfriend has a lot of dresses. Mm-hmm. and They were, in fact, useful. They were. Hmm. So That's nice. She got them all. But that's, that's a lot of my Christmas. Wow. Yeah. Whenever, so Caitlin and I were having this conversation the other day and we talk about how we tend to regress when we're around our family of origin because it's easier to just exist as a human. And then your family comes around and all of a sudden I'm a angsty teenager and I'm rolling my eyes and I'm storming out of rooms and I want to slam doors. But then I think like just be an adult, but then I don't know. I really have to be mindful of how my behavior contributes to the unhealthy patterns that I've been trying to avoid or recover from for my whole entire life. I find it so wild how quickly it happens. And it seems so out of my control sometimes Mm -hmm. where I am on the one hand, a mom in my thirties and I have all my shit together. And then like someone says something to me and like something snaps and I turn into like this 14 year old and mm-hmm. I'm rolling my eyes and yeah, I, like, I don't have that option have this like attitude it's it, it's not like a full personality change obviously but it's like something will come out of my mouth and I'm like oh my god where mm-hmm. did that come from right. that's not I don't know why didn't you go find it yeah like, yeah yeah just just weird attitude what? yeah it's uh, my seventh cookie who gives a fuck right exactly yeah. no that's exactly it uh-huh mm-hmm. yeah and then I'm like I'm a grown-up and I will eat however many cookies I want to eat mom and <laughs> For, as a matter of fact, these are my skinny jeans and you didn't compliment on how much weight that I've lost this year. You hit home, Chris. Yeah. You really hit home. Yeah. 
Yeah, and cut yourself some slack. Like I said, oh. when I regress and I say something or I roll my eyes or whatever, I all this stuff comes into my head like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. But it's like, eh, give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Let it go. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Apologize later if you need to. Do you do that in normal life? Like not around the holidays? Like question things and like you're... Look, not I, so much I, as I do when I'm around my mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I say and do things where it's literally, mm-hmm. it, I feel like I've lived like so many lifetimes, different places, different things done a lot in my life, but it's remarkable that when I'm around my parents, sometimes things come out of my mouth that I haven't said or done do in you, 20 years. Do you feel like you're friends with your mom and dad? Yes. My mom. Like good friends? Yeah. You? My dad and I are buddies now, which is nice, yeah. but also challenging. Yeah, no. But I, but I mean, like friends, friends, because like I can call my dad, mm-hmm. and we we can talk about like women. We can talk about jokes and yeah. funny. And, I talk like, to my mom about everything. I don't and, talk about women with my dad. But I'm just saying, like me and my dad <laughs> right. are friend friends. Mm-hmm. My dad, like, and he I'm... is my dad, and he's definitely a solid rock mm-hmm. for me. But he is also like one of my best friends, mm-hmm. and. So, I mean, I treat him like a friend. Mm-hmm. If I'm going through something, I definitely call him like, dude, I need my dad right now. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's just yeah. like we're good friends. So I don't really feel like I need to be anybody else around him than who I am. Plus, he's seen me at my lowest. Mm-hmm. Like I call him when I'm freaking out about my own brain. So mm-hmm. it's well, like. I, I think like my comment about saying something and then thinking about it later, like, oh, my God, why do you say that? It's less about them judging me at that point. Mm-hmm. It's about me like Caitlin. You've grown a lot as a human. Why are you acting like you're fucking Fair 13? Enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. You know, it's it's like I'm I'm despite the fact that I'm aware that it happens, mm-hmm. I'm still caught off guard by it and then think, okay, you know, you can do better. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. And we have a little tip from at Mega Kate underscore. You guys know her. I don't know who. Do we? Yeah, you do. We do. Mega Kate. Oh, that's your friend. Yeah. Lovely. Cool. Thanks, Mega Kate. We like her. Yeah. Okay. Something that helps me during the holidays is to be present when I'm with my family. Like no phone or asking how I can be helpful. That's really nice. I I like that she highlighted the no phone thing because it's I just experienced this. I was telling Caitlin that it's much easier to actually enjoy things when you're not getting pinged with like work stuff every five seconds through your phone because then it really feels overwhelming in my already chaotic brain and then asking how I can be helpful that's something else that's really important too where it's like what can I do what can I do because you want to please others and you want to be helpful instead of just being there and available and being yourself I think I think a lot of people too during the holidays uh spend a lot of time uh, like thinking about what they should be doing and how they should be feeling right. as opposed to just feeling. Mm-hmm. All, all those case of the shoulds get in the way. Yeah. You For say sure. all those shoulds? The shoulds, yeah. yeah. What you should Is be doing, how you yeah. should be feeling. Yeah, and it's like... How things should be, what it should be like. Right, all of those expectations that don't really serve you. And mm-hmm. if you just sit and be, right, you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. Thanks, Mega Kate. Yeah, Mega Kate, woo Yeah, I think part of it can be just being present in Mm -hmm. the moment and not 
So for me, in my scenario of making the house look perfect, like you just walked into a winter wonderland, it could just be like, just appreciate what it is. If this year it's just the Christmas tree, that's cool. It's nice. Just be there with your kids. Enjoy the moment. Don't be thinking about what else you need to do, what else you need to buy, what else you need to put up. What you have is good enough. We have another video clip from Abigail. Abigail's eye. We're just going to go with that. Thanks, Abigail. I don't know if you go by Abby. Abs, thank you for sharing. Hey, y'all. Abigail Lavender here with Abigail's Eye. My best holiday tip this season is to stay busy. Find a hobby that you love and keep occupied. Holidays can be a difficult time for individuals in recovery. Idle time is detrimental to our sobriety. Find a hobby that you love and stay busy is my best tip and trick of this holiday season. This whole conversation really reminds me of Home Alone, always. Well, I mean, because, well, Home Alone is definitely because Christmas. Because Kevin McAllister, like in the moment, that's how you feel. You feel like, I don't want any family. Families suck. You know what I mean? Yes. And No. You know, when she sends him up to the room because somebody ate all of his cheese pizza and it feels like, you know, shots are fired from every single angle. And then all of a sudden you have to go sleep in the attic with somebody who might wet the bed. Yeah, Fuller. (laughs) Go easy on the Pepsi. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he made his family disappear. But as it gets closer to Christmas and you're like, oh, man, I really want my family back. Yeah. I watch Home Alone year round just to let you know. Harry! Because, yeah. Because Kevin McAllister's like my soulmate <laughs> slash spirit animal. And she's like, say goodnight, Sorry. Kevin. I'm like, goodnight, Kevin. That's that's my favorite part. What? <clears throat> Harry? Harry? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is from at big underscore Joe underscore recovery underscore champion. The best tip I can give someone in early recovery and or going into a high pressure family involvement is to take a sober friend or companion with you, or at least have a list of numbers to call to make sure you have the list of all the meetings in your area and the times with a strong existing plan set in place. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Bringing a friend or having a few friends that you can call or text um, if you need an out or if you need some support, I think is really smart. Well, like in my house, uh, when my aunt used to bring her quote unquote friend over Mm. for the holidays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sober friend, special friend, special friend, special friend. Oh yeah. You 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 might might run into that. You might get people asking who the friend is. Right. But then at least you can dodge the whole, like, why isn't he drinking thing? Cause he's gay. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So it really just depends on which family issue you want to deal with, you know, which is okay. Being gay is fine. Yeah. Uh, Be yourself. We hope it's safe. That's another issue. That's probably really freaking hard for people around the holidays. Yeah. Whether to bring your spouse, partner, significant other. Significant other. Yeah. yeah. And then the scrutiny that you may receive or if you haven't came out to your family yet. Yep. And they ask if you have a girlfriend, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're going to get married and have grandkids. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. I guess is what. If you need a safe place or resources, reach out and let us know. Uh, and don't be afraid to bring your friend. This next video clip comes from at Rock Soba. Uh, these two brothers... Uh, they they seem really awesome, and I can't wait to talk to them more. Hi, guys. Just remember, stay true to yourself. Don't succumb to peer pressure. Remember why you're not drinking. Be positive and be proud. And remember, you're too, too badass bad. for booze. Have a great Christmas, guys, from all at Rock Sober. <laughs> it's 
also another step that I think is important. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Chris is turning into our therapist. Yeah. He's like, what are we going to talk about today? Caitlin and I, well, we got some shit. <laughs> How much time do you have? So one uh, step that I think is important is is being comfortable with, you know, uh, not being bar- embarrassed by your sobriety and or mental mm. situation. Yeah. Mm. And now embracing it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, to, so when they hand out, you, you know, all the eggnog with a bunch of alcohol mm-hmm. in it, you go, you can feel good. Not about like saying no, but like I, I'm cool and I feel cool about not mm-hmm. drinking right. the alcoholic eggnog. And that's right. part of recovery, too. Even as a family member, you know, is saying no and maybe feeling uncomfortable or knowing that people are judging you or whatever, but ha- like being OK with it no matter what. Like even though they're going to say Oh, like, oh, he's not drinking the eggnog. Like, oh, he'll really go off the deep end if he has that. Then but you have to be okay with it. It doesn't matter what they say. Would, right. My response to that would be, yeah, mm-hmm. I would. Right. I and would go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somebody would get a present up their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. nobody wants that, right? Right. Everybody remembers 1994. Right. Uh, this one comes from at Sober Grind. Sober Grind. Grinding it sober. They say... No new topics after 10 p.m. Look at funny memes and don't take anything family says too seriously. I love this one. Yeah, the memes is really clutch, especially funny cat memes is something I really, those are my go-to. Well, looking at and sharing funny memes can get kind of competitive too. I'm thinking of my cousins and like sometimes people are like, they got to one-up your meme, which is fine. Please do. I want to see something that is funnier than what I have in front of me. My favorite is Keanu Reeves memes. Oh, I'm, like this the is Matrix? Keanu no, 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 across no, no, the board. No, no, no. Keanu across the board. Dang. Uh, they are the funniest. Do you make your own meme, Soundhound? No. I mean, I have, but not on the reg. Hmm. Interesting. What about this no new topics after 10 p.m.? It's smart. Yeah. Because people are getting hammered. That's also like a good rule for just relationships in general. No new topics after 10 p.m.? Yeah, if you want to sleep. <laughs> Don't go to bed angry. So just don't stop, stop just talking at Don't 10. bring up new shit after 10. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. And don't take your family too seriously. Mm-hmm. This is a big, big tip. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. You shouldn't take anything too seriously, in my opinion. That's a good but, one. Yeah. And the most important opinion about you should be your own. How do you, what do you think and feel about yourself and not necessarily what everyone else says about you? Hard, very simple to say, very difficult to live by. This clip comes from Recover Out Loud, LLC. Hi, my name's Martha from Recover Out Loud, LLC. And my tip for the holidays, I have been called selfish. I have been told that I ruin holidays. Um, But going no contact with my family was pivotal in my recovery. And so now I choose to spend the holidays taking trips with my youngest son, Alistair. This year we'll be spending some time in Phoenix. My biggest tip is just make the holiday yours and something you're comfortable with. You don't have to be in a situation, even if it's your family, that you are uncomfortable in. In terms of setting boundaries, there's this consideration you have to make, which is, is this a boundary I can live with? If I choose Mm -hmm. to not participate in Christmas this year, because I know it's going to be drama and chaos, 
am I okay with if my grandfather dies and I don't spend another Christmas with him? <laughs> Jesus. Right? No, For me, true. that's a real thing because my grandpa's true. 87. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if I choose not to host Christmas, no one else can host because no one has a house big enough or has a situation where that's feasible. So that means I say no because it's stressful and I'm opening a business and I've got shit and our financial situation isn't great. But that might mean that my daughter doesn't spend another Christmas with great grandpa ever. Mm -hmm. So is that worth it for me? No. So I'm just going to deal with it or set some boundaries that I can deal with. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cook dinner every night. So how about some other people step up? The next one is from at faithfully sober. And this individual says, be smart about which holiday events that you attend and avoid quote unquote, people pleasing by saying, quote unquote, yes, to events that you don't need to or don't want to be at. Learn to say no if you don't want to attend an event. Your sobriety comes first. I like that. It's it's a prevalent theme throughout these tips is boundaries, uh, knowing that it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's okay to say no. So true. Yeah, it's okay to say no to all kinds of things. And it's okay to put yourself first. And um, sometimes it's overwhelming with the amount of holiday things that we're all expected to go to. Like you have family stuff and your work stuff. Yeah. And you're allowed to change your mind too. So you can say, yeah, I'll I'll be there two weeks. And then if you're not having a good time in two weeks, you're allowed to say, can't make it. Sorry. Not for me anymore. I can't do it. See you in the new year. (laughs) I decided I don't like you anymore. So bye. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I know on Tuesday I like you, but today's Thursday, so like that, I hate you now. <laughs> is that why we didn't hang out the other day? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes commit to things early in the morning when I'm feeling ambitious yeah. and I've had a cup of coffee or mm-hmm. two. And then by noon, I'm like, oh, goodness, right. what did I do to myself? Yeah, like 6 p.m. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 6 p.m. seems so late. Mine is like anything after noon. Yeah, yeah. I'm no yeah. good after 2 p.m. really. It's like, oh, you want to hang out mm-hmm. at one? Right. My day's over at one. Yeah. What? I got a lot of nothing to do between one and midnight. <laughs> oh. uh, this one comes from at clean sober builder. Oh. What? Go on. Sober builder. Sober builder. Is that bodybuilder? N- no, I think he makes things. Oh, like cool. Like he builds houses? Yeah. Like woodwork? Yeah. Sweet. Uh, he says... It's always tough for me around the holidays with my family because they are known as the party people. Mm. But it started getting easier as I started working on myself more and getting stronger. For me, it really helps that my family is very supportive of my recovery. The holidays are so much more fun when you're open. Mm -hmm. Party people in the house. Let's go. (laughs) Being open with family, again, is another staple in in these tips yeah yeah i mean i think if you have a family that um are party people or if they're drinkers and you are trying not to be it becomes difficult for sure mm-hmm. um but recovery is like a muscle the more you use it the stronger it gets right and only you can work your own muscles other people <laughs> can't work them for you and i'm pretty sure somebody here has got a crush on clean sober builder Sounded like. No, I was wondering because my dad's a builder and he's sober. And I was like, did you make that up? Like, have you been talking to my, oh my dad, gosh. Chris? Is this a Ralph? Yeah. A Ralph quote? I thought that it was a Ralph Wouldn't quote. Be and then is, if it is. It would be is so your family funny. the party people? No, I mean, I don't think so. Oh, okay. He might, he might think so, but. 
I don't know. Where you at, Ralph? Yeah. I was like, oh man, sound hound, <laughs> dreams come true. I'm like, did you guys go see a movie together while he was in town? I know you wanted to. I did. <laughs> we have uh, another video clip by at underscore own self be true. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Catherine and this is my sixth holiday season in sobriety. And a tip that I use to help me get through this time of year is I say no to stuff. So this is a a very busy time of year with holiday parties, the office party, family get-togethers. And if you feel like something is not going to be a safe place for your sobriety, say no. It's okay to say no to stuff. We have to put our sobriety first. If you do decide to go to one of these events, make sure you have a backup plan. You have a car to leave if you need to. You have friends that kind of know what's going on. Make sure you have that support system. I hope you all have a safe and happy holiday season. So something I think that a lot of people experience during the holidays is some extended family that they don't see that often asking about what you're up to. And Mm -hmm. it can be just a a very um, general question like, hey, Sarah, what are you up to right now? You know, what's going on at work or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there might be no judgment behind it. But for a lot of people that can be anxiety producing if it's like, well, I'm kind of thinking about going back to school or I'm in between jobs or I'm doing this to Mm -hmm. get to wherever because it feels like what comes next is judgment right or more questions about where you are in your life and that can be difficult Mm -hmm. and I think particularly difficult for people who are new to sobriety and they're rebuilding their lives and it's like I don't know man I'm just trying to figure it out right now right okay this tip comes from Brittany underscore Parsons underscore my tips are to not eat your feelings if you're getting stressed. Mm. Try to associate happiness with foods you consume instead of negativity. It's okay to indulge in a few cookies, but don't eat the whole tin. So true. And we all eat the whole tin sometimes, metaphorically speaking, right? What'd you say? I said we all eat the whole tin sometimes, metaphorically speaking. They said something else. It's not like when you you put your foot in your mouth. Sound say, what? (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. Moderation is everything. And also I heard a little bit of the importance of flexibility in there. Mm. Yeah. Like it's okay if it happens. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Give yourself a freaking break. Eat a freaking cookie. Yeah. Or a whole turkey leg. Whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Or a bunch of cream puffs. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really hoping mm -hmm. my cousin comes and makes cream puffs. So it's not really about like... Oh, it's, it's about not feeling guilty right. about, about eating. Right. Or making choices in general. Making healthy choices, mm-hmm. but also not being too much of a stickler. Yeah. And giving yourself a freaking break. Like, yeah. it's okay if you don't maintain the perfect diet. It's okay if you sleep in. It's okay if you don't get up and go jogging. It's okay if your house doesn't look like a winter wonderland. My house doesn't look like a winter wonderland at all. But you have a 70s Santa outside. I do. So... Uh, for the listeners, I have a Santa, giant plastic Santa. Oh, oh, oh! That my grandfather, who has now passed away, uh, gave to me. It is super OG. Uh, it looks like it sh- should have been on the set of the original Roseanne. We'll post wow. a picture on our. We'll post a picture on our show notes. <laughs> really paints page. a picture, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Chris, send me a picture. We'll, we're uh, posting it. On our we'll website. post a picture of the Santa. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, my grandpa. If you could would take a selfie very, with that Santa, I'd be really happy. Oh. We'll see. No I wonder, promises. I wonder what my grandfather would think. Your grandpa is Santa and he'd be so happy. He drank till the day he died. He was a really nice person. So he'd probably be okay with all this. See? Perfect. Hilarious. At 
recovery underscore N-E. In days past, I would hide in a room until the wine set in. Only then could I have the strength to face my extended family for the holidays. This is something that has been commented on. Not so much the drinking, but because they drink, but the hiding. The biggest gift my recovery has given me is the ability to know that boundaries are okay and using my voice without false courage of alcohol is okay too. I'm a therapist and one of the biggest tools we can give to one another is our boundaries. Now, if I don't want to go to an event, I simply say no without the excuses. And I feel at peace with my decision, which is the important piece. I can't enforce my boundaries without feeling solid in my decision. I also try to meditate daily. Hey, yo. To stay connected to my body, which naturally reduces my anxiety when I'm in the in groups of people who are not drinking. Very nice. I love it. <clears throat> Meditation, I think, is really, really important. And I also think that it's important that um, you don't have to hide out, but you can be present and have the... You think Santa meditates? I would certainly hope so. I think... Got I, to. Let's get it all done. I like it's to think of Santa super. as um, in the same club as like the Buddha... And Jesus, like they all hang out together, you know, like I put him in that group and they're all just sitting there like, they're all just sitting there meditating. I think that's what I like to picture in my head. Now, a weird question. Go on. Is Easter Bunny in this group? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Of course the Easter Bunny is in that group, but the Easter Bunny is like a large human sized bunny. Yeah. You know, but not creepy. And and the Easter Bunny's attire is clean. (laughs) Not like, not like a mall Have Easter you met? bunny that's like dirty. A dirty, like dirty a dirty Easter bunny, bunny yeah. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know, Caitlin knows. I do know. Yeah. I've never met a non-creepy <clears throat> Easter bunny. So. Exactly. So this, I'm waiting. Yeah, the bunny in my head is not creepy. The bunny in my head is lovely. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I have so many questions. I know. Uh, <laughs> whose turn? Yo turn, sound hound. My turn. Uh, this one comes from AA Sober Wife Life. Uh, this one comes from... At AA Sober Wife Life. Go to meetings before family gatherings. Smart. So going helped me feel secure that I wouldn't need to drink even though others were doing so. So I really suggest going to a meeting the day of and staying connected to your network of AA members or whatever your network is. Yeah, Yeah, especially if you know it's going to be hot and heavy around the family. Mm-hmm. Something else about that too is it's always good to kind of maintain a similar structure. Like if you meditate every day, get up and meditate every day. If you like, if you do things that are important to you that help you have a better day, don't ditch those things because you feel so much pressure over the holiday season. Like maintain some level some of structure. Normal life. Yeah, because I, I think that that helps. And I think that we sa- start to sacrifice those things that are important to us during the holiday time because we feel like there's more important things to be done. And so that kind of gets the boot and it shouldn't. What do you mean? Like like we stop taking care of ourselves because we're replacing that time with, um, not Caitlin. She started a diet. I didn't Everyone eat. should know mm. I'm eating beans and protein and veggies and I I, feel great. Get it girl. (laughs) Yeah. It's really hard, man. Super hard to maintain around the holidays, but it's okay if you do. And it's okay if you slip and fall. It sure is. Metaphorically speaking. Just get a helmet. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. This next video clip comes from Andrea Souders. Hey guys, Andrea here, mom of four. And I've been asked to give you guys a tip on how to survive the holidays with kids. My tip to you guys is this, is gratitude and waking up early. Okay. So let me explain real quick. Uh, what 
I do on a daily basis um, is I wake up an hour earlier before my kids. Then I get a journal and I write out 10 things that I am grateful for. Obviously, my family, for my children, for my health, for my house, um, for my God, all those good stuff. So you can pick and choose what you want to put in your list. But that would be my suggestion to you guys. Also get a journal and start scheduling out your day, especially during this craziness of the holidays. It will be so helpful to have that little um, journal handy. So hope that helps. Thanks for all the video clips. Mm -hmm. Thanks for all the other tips. Uh, I'm going to read one more and then we're going to wrap up the episode. Uh, this one comes from at Perry.inspires Instagram. Uh, leave yourself an out. Do not get dropped off. You must be able to leave if you're tempted. Uh, do not lend yourself into toxic discussion like po politics and whatnot. Mm, do yourself smart. a favor and don't have an opinion. That is smart. I think it takes a lot of um, courage too to not always have an opinion about something, especially related to politics. And especially you. <laughs> well, my opinion is always valid. Everything <laughs> I say is wonderful. <laughs> um, I think what we kind of got from all of these. <laughs> the theme. I'm just not going to register what she said there. I'm sure all of your opinions matter. <laughs> it's really nice that you actually registered things that I said before. I just thought that was like always the status quo. That I just didn't listen. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I listen. I hear you. I know. Just I don't acknowledge you. or validate mm -hmm. your so, feelings, Sarah. No positive or negative reinforcement. <laughs> no. Um, so the gist of all of these um, were kind of like these tips for the holidays is, were have a plan. Mm-hmm. Leave if you want to leave. Yes. Right? Say no if you uh, don't want to be there. Yeah. Right. Maybe do a little uh, work beforehand mm -hmm. and uh, be okay with who you are. Right. Yeah. Take care of yourself. And don't, uh, and be present. Mm -hmm. Be present and in the moment. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. It is. Uh, it's I, like <laughs> my, my personal tip would be to try to have a little bit of fun. Fun? <laughs> on the... <laughs> What a novel Trina. idea. Holiday season. Yeah. Have a little bit of fun. Wow. Play. What, what would be one of your personal holiday tips, Katie? If you're freaking the fuck out, just go to the bathroom, lock the door, turn on the water. Mm. Just take a breather. Dr. If Sarah? you need it. Um, don't compare yourself to other people or the experience of others. It's really easy to get caught up in, oh, like they have their shit together. They've already sent out holiday cards or they've bought more presence or they seem like a happier, cuter couple, family, individual, whatever. Give yourself a break and don't compare yourself. Final question. Give me a holiday memory. When I was growing up, for some reason, my older brother, Sean, threw up <laughs> every Christmas morning for a few years in a row. Excitement? He's Excitement, so cookies, I got stomach it. flu. Mm, I, I don't know. I got a, a Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but then it like, you know, it was a running joke. We always had to have like a bowl nearby just in case. How to say, to my knowledge, in the past couple of years, he has not yacked. But you know who knows? Of. Who knows? This Christmas could I, bring back I, that childhood he, how, cheer. How old is he now? He's 34. He's 34. Look at this sweet new razor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, a one-year subscription to HBO Go. 
It's so funny. <laughs> Dr. Sarah? One of my fondest Christmas memories, it's ongoing still, is that my mom always sets out the book, Twas the Night Before Christmas, and we read it. There's no Tammy, ch- you're so adorable. Tammy's so cute. My dad sent me a picture of the Christmas tree that he bought. Yeah. And they always get a live treat, so it smells really good. And then I saw my mom's books on the table and, like, her nutcracker and poinsettia and, like, all the cute things that she does to make it, like, perfect make it nice. and nice for when we come home for Christmas. So It is really so nice. So sweet. Mm-hmm. My fondest Christmas memory when I was about six, I, I got my first bike. Mm. And all the kids in the neighborhood who had gotten bikes, we all went and rode around Long Beach, right, together. And then when we came back to my grandparents' house, all the kids left their bikes in the front yard, right? Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like, screw that. I'm going to take my bike. I'm putting it in the backyard. Yeah. So nobody, Smart. So Smart nobody steals it. Yeah. Guess what happened? Some, bike somebody jacked. jumped over the back <gasps> yard wall and stole only my bike <gasps> on Christmas dick? Day. It was. Oh, no. I remember being like young and being like, this is hilarious. <gasps> oh, that, like the irony was funny yeah. to you when you were little? When I was like six. Wow. It was, it was fine. My, my grandfather at the time call to whoever and I had a new bike like the next day. Wow. But it's definitely one of my fondest memories. Oh, that's so sad. Someone <laughs> stole bike your bike. On Christmas. This all makes a lot of sense though. Um, I have one last surprise for both of you. Uh-oh. I, I I'm guess. nervous right now. The look on Caitlin's face. Gifts. For the both. Wow. We got presents. I bought you guys presents. And it's so nice. I wanted you to, to open them on air. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, I could. Cry. I don't like opening presents in front of people. Too bad. Like when I had a baby shower, I was really anti. I opened all my gifts in front of everyone, but part Thank of me was dying inside. Well, that's too bad. Did you pick the bag specifically for us too? My bag has a dog on it and a Santa, and I like dogs and Santa. You should look at the card then. <gasps> There's a card, Doctor Sarah. You got to do it one at a time. Okay, Sarah, I'll open ahead. my card first, then you open yours. What? I'm so excited. Dr. Sarah, there's a little card, a little puppy on top too. <gasps> Merry Christmas from Chris and Rebecca. Friends are life's best presents. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so nice. Is the dog on top of the pile of presents? That's yeah. Really it's a little pug. So thoughtful. I'm taking a picture. Caitlin, you have the same card. <laughs> <laughs> I like the pug with reindeer ears. Very, very cute. All right. I love it. Now, each got two gifts. So Jesus. one can open one, one can open the other, and bang for. I like so this. I like the order. You have to open yours. Oh, okay. Oh, the card? Mm-hmm. It's very similar. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Thanks, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. It's very sweet. Caitlin's going first. It's very heavy. Mm. It's a dumbbell. It's not a dumbbell. <laughs> it's not a dumbbell. <gasps> Uh, it's it? a Winnie the Pooh coffee mug or Aww. maybe tea because it has a honey thing. Yeah, it's so got the spoon. So you have tea and honey, well, it's a mug. So Thank you. cute. I do enjoy drinking coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tea or eating super cereal out of a mug. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is uncomfortable for you, Caitlin. I can see it in your face. <gasps> oh, okay. <gasps> wow. It's a picture of Sarah's face. It's a picture. It's a picture <laughs> it's of me. Not. That's also that's dressed up like Tinkerbell. That's weird. Just kidding. Oops. Time to pixie dust myself off. Tinkerbell. It's actually signed by her. Wow. This is a treasure. Where did you find this? Don't trip. Chicken strip. 
I love this. I'm a really big Disney fan. This is so nice. It's really pretty frame too. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Suck it, audience. I'm the greatest gift giver. He is the greatest <laughs> gift giver. This is so nice. She's, she's tearing up. I think I'm going to cry. Really? I'm all sweaty and teary. Yeah. Don't look at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, really cool. Okay. The other bundle I have here is a book <gasps> called Mom. That's Aww. really nice. A celebration of mothers as heard on NPR. And I love NPR. Hey. Most, most of the things I say start with. So I heard on NPR. <laughs> That's so and nice. I am a mom. And I talk about being a mom a lot. And the triumphs and tribulations of being a mother. Thank you. That's You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Am I going to cry again? Probably not. Oh, hell yeah. You found an Ursula mug? Wow. Poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> this That's is cool. for my potions. It's yes. really cool. There's like um, tentacles everywhere. Wow. This is, you're so thoughtful because now it's all coming to fruition. I think twice I've told you, you've said something about the Little Mermaid and I'm like, well, I love the Little Mermaid, specifically Ursula. Very cool. It won't cost much. Just your voice. Just my soul. <laughs> well, Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Mm -hmm. Don't for, freak out. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank and you. we will see you at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. Until next time. Bye. Bye. I want to thank everybody who sent in video clips and wrote in tips. It made my holiday season. Really, it did. The Christmas song played in this episode is Deck the Halls by the Ho Ho Ho's. Again, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday season. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.